0: I mean, I was told by my film professor, there are films and there are movies, and sometimes you've got to know what you're walking into.
1: Yeah. See, but I come from a time when movies were films.
0: Good morning, movie friends, and welcome back to The Court of Cinema Podcast. I'm Hill Slogan and here we talk about everything film and TV. Before our episode starts, I want to remind you we still aren't under the effects of an actor's strike. None of this is possible without them. In the show notes, are tools you can look at to educate yourself as well as support the cause if you want to. And while you're at it, if you find yourself at any point enjoying this episode, then please leave a review. It keeps the lights on. It keeps the fridge full. None of this is possible without our patron listeners like yourself. Without that out of the way, I'll go ahead and stop my app and start our episode on Surf's Up. Let's take a quick look back at 2007. While researching for this episode, I never really realized how stacked this year was for movies. I mean, we had movies like No Country for Old Men, an absolute masterpiece from the Coen Brothers, Zodiac from David Fincher. There will be Blood by Paul Thomas Anderson and also Spider-Man 3.
1: Give me some of that web action. See you, chump.
0: What the hell? I never really liked Spider-Man 3 personally, but it still capped off an amazing comic book trilogy. But in this very stacked year of incredible films, there's one movie that got lost in all of the noise, all of the excitement, and was just, in my opinion, one of the best movies ever made. I'm talking about Surf's Up, a film that has beautiful, exquisite animation, an absolute banger soundtrack with zero misses whatsoever. I could listen to the soundtrack for hours on end and I will never get bored. This movie is more of a mockumentary which lets us get a deep look at all these characters and how they think because they're quite literally telling us how they think, which is really, really cool. I love how the film has... In most of the sequences, more of a handheld effect, which is accomplished like how they did The Lion King from 2019, where they had a actual camera interacting with this virtual environment. And that allows for such a level of authenticity for this movie with the great acting from Shia Buff, Jeff Bridges, Zoe Deschanel, and the improvised acting with a lot of the scenes gives a level of understanding of what it wants to be and what it's trying to be and the originality of this movie that makes it so true to itself, which I always love in a movie. So what happened to Surf's Up, a movie that by all means should have been successful for many, many reasons, countless reasons. It's beautifully animated, a great cast, great score, a beautiful message just disappeared. Well, June 2nd, 2007, a movie with $100 million only raked in $150 million, which pretty much confirms it as a flop. And regardless of how much critical acclaim this movie got it can't deny that it just didn't make money. No one showed up for it. This has happened time and time again. Movies that are releasing too early or too late and that just don't have a chance at all. You're being released next to Harry Potter, Meet the Robinsons, so a film like this, it's just gonna go poof. It's gone. It's gone forever. It's never gonna exist beyond this one movie. It got its Oscar nod. It has a cult following many years later, almost 20 years later, finally getting the love it deserves. It's not good enough because no one showed up for it and no one ever will. There's a quote from the famous critic Robert Ebers who said, No good movie is too long and no bad movie is short enough. He also said that when a movie character is really working, we become that character. And this film really shocked me because of how short it is. It's only an hour and 20 minutes long and also because of how good the characters and themes are. It absolutely shocked me, not because I thought it was going to be bad, but just because of how relevant it is and how mature it is for what a lot of people consider a kid's movie. I think this is a prime example of what animation can be and what it is. It's not just for kids, it's for everyone. And Cody in this movie living in his hometown of Shiverpool, an environment of absolute mediocrity. People living in an environment of settling for average, and that's okay. Working a 9-to-5 job that you hate and that you're stuck into until you're 70 years old. Living your life of not knowing if you ever reached your absolute potential is very scary. And it's a fear that we're all going to have until the day we die because we're never going to know what we could have been. But every day chasing what you can be will eventually make you probably the best version of yourself. Cody surfing in this movie is something that he loves so much ever since he was a little boy. But it's also his one way ticket out of Shiverpool to what he desires for himself. In this movie, Cody's obsession with the destination over the actual journey is his ultimate downfall, his hunger for winning and greatness when no one thinks he can. Everyone calls him crazy because none of them have actually chased their dreams of what they can be. This lack of validation and support leads to him working out of vengeance, vengefully, just to prove them wrong. This, watch this moment, like you didn't believe in me, well watch what I can do now that you said you don't believe in me.
1: Everyone else is looking at her like, hey, Cody's just a bum. Cody's this, Cody's that, Cody's this. Cody's me, bro. Let me be me. When is that going to start?
0: Mystical cool element to someone who's completely ordinary that's so special. The thing that Cody is obsessed with since he was a kid stemmed from Big Z. And the obsession and idolization, regardless of religion, is something that I think all of us as humans will always chase and crave because it's just who we are. I think that we all need that one person to look up to, whether it's an artist, a superhero, a celebrity for some reason, we all need that one person. Even if the reality of them is just being able to bleed and fail and be flawed, just like us makes them even more interesting, even more worthy of being chased. It's just who we are. It's in our blood. We'll never really be able to understand it, but it's the thing that we all crave. I think that in life, the only thing that's really pushing you forward and holding you back is you you're the only competition in your life which is something that's so very very cool seeing that you have all this power seeing that life is coming from you not at you and it's also this level of fear that any move you make is going to be very drastic and detrimental for the rest of your life
1: i've never you know won anything my whole life you know just once i want to feel like a winner
0: Winning means so much to Cody because he's never had that. He hasn't had that feeling like he matters to someone. Like he is something. Winning is all that matters to Cody. He thinks that if you don't win, you have nothing to show for whatever you're doing.
1: After such a heavy wipeout earlier in the week, what do you think is going through Maverick's mind? He's just going to have to stay focused and channel that energy into good places. When are you going to get a life? You are a nobody should have stayed in Antarctica, kid.
0: His idol, Big Z, told him, never give up and find a way because that's what winners do. Big Z means everything to Cody. And there's this mythological element of Big Z that is so special for this movie and telling a story like this because Big Z is so larger than life he's larger than even a god in Cody's eyes there's this mystical element to someone who's completely ordinary that's so special the thing that Cody is obsessed with since he was a kid stemmed from Big Z and the obsession and idolization regardless of religion is something that I think all of us as humans will always chase and crave because it's just who we are I think that we all need that one person to look up to, whether it's an artist, a superhero, a celebrity for some reason, we all need that one person. Even if the reality of them is just being able to bleed and fail and be flawed, just like us, makes them even more interesting, even more worthy of being chased. It's just who we are. It's in our blood. We'll never really be able to understand it, but it's the thing that we all crave. So what happened to Big Z, this person who practically invented the craft, millions of people around the world looking up to him and idolizing him, moving forward in their life because of who he is and how he does it, just vanishes and disappears?
1: Why won't you come? I'm not coming. Why? Just give it a, it a round you. getting cold, guys. You? Can you tell me why you're hiding? Hiding? Why are you hiding? I can't eat all this by myself. Why didn't you come back after you fell off the wave? Big Z's dead. That's how it's going to stay. Let me play that song. What what about never give up? What about find a way? You're giving up, see? You're giving up. Yeah, I'm giving up. That's my way. Giving up. I, I thought you were the one guy. You don't like it? Find your own way.
0: Winning became everything to Big Z, even to the extent of faking his own death and starting a new life was a better alternative to him than losing one time and tarnishing his image. Being the one guy who everyone looked up to and being the one guy who when everything comes with such a heavy cost of expectations because people want you to be that one person. And when you're not, it just makes you the has-been. The one guy who couldn't live up to the expectation, being forgotten forever. And even Cody's expectation of Big Z carried him after his father died.
1: But he, never, he never really knew his father. I'm not really the person to ask about it, truthfully, because uh, I was just too young to remember. I mean, even... Look, I'm not the only kid on the island whose dad was, you know, eaten. Still, it had to be traumatic. No, not for me, bro. Not for me.
0: Cody's journey in this movie isn't really for himself, we find out, because this journey wasn't just for him to be something more than what he was, but also a journey of mourning for the loss of his father, and the father that he barely knew, Big Z, he wanted to make him proud in a way by winning. It was hard enough losing one of his dads, but then to find out that his other dad, Big Z, is one alive but also doesn't believe in anything that he's doing destroyed him. This yearning to make his fathers proud and also becoming more than what he is was all just a byproduct of winning in his mind. And that's just a very flawed way to look at it because well when we ask ourselves what is winning, winning really isn't anything. The concept of winning is very flawed in a very shallow way to live your life. Winning is just a construct of man just to make us feel good about ourselves. And throughout history, we've seen that man is not good in any way. We are very flawed for many different reasons. In this film, the biggest winner is Zeke. And at any point in this movie, I'll ask you, do you like him? No, because we're not supposed to like Zeke, yet he's the biggest winner. Winner doesn't mean anything. If you win something, you're still the same person. Chasing... Winning is the reason that the sport we see in Surf's Up got so corrupted to its core. After Big Z faked his self, surfing seemed to have lost all of its love and authenticity. The monetization of any craft seems to be the corruption of that craft at the same time. Because we lose all sight of what makes us love that thing so much and makes us just chase the money and the fame and the fortune. If you love something enough, then the fame and the money will come as a byproduct of that. And even when you get the money and the fame, you won't even really care. If you're doing something right now that you earn little to no money from, that's what you love doing, and that's what you're going to continue to love doing, and that's where you're going to be the best at, and you're going to see so much love and enjoyment from that thing if you're just being true to yourself. Winning is the process and the journey of your life, not the money or the fame. Chicken Joe in this movie wins, and he doesn't even care because he's having so much fun, it meant more to him than winning just some random golden statue. In one of his YouTube videos, the gym influencer Sam Sullick said, the guy who likes walking will go further than the guy who actually enjoys the destination. And that is a very good quote, but putting it into practice and actually living by it is by no means easy. It's very normal for us in the back of our heads to live wondering when it will all pay off, when it will all come full circle and come to fruition. That's just completely normal, but it's something that can easily corrupt your workflow and how you carry on your life. Eventually, everything will work out. Eventually, all of this will come full circle, but life won't really care about that. Life won't really care how big the win is or how big the loss is. Life will keep moving with or without you. It's your job to keep moving forward. The real winning in life is just living itself. It's a win to live. No matter how good your life is or no matter how bad your life is, It's a blessing and a curse to wake up every day. You get to walk outside and feel the warmth of the sun on your face and breathe fresh air. It's not easy. It's not fun whatsoever, but it's still a win to move forward. And a lot of people will say that's very corny. It's very cheesy. It's going to result in you being broke and not being happy whatsoever. Well, we see that people with money are Extremely miserable. People without money can be just the same. We see that money is obtained by people who are very, very corrupt and get money from very evil ways. And people who are the most holy, the most saintful, don't have any money whatsoever. The world we live in is not fair by any means. So living by it will result in you not really having a happy life. Living in that one thing that you really enjoy doing, regardless of the money and that you find happiness inside of, is what makes life worth it.
1: It's amazing, Z. I don't think I've ever had a better friend to me in my life. It's just really cool to have you know, everything I, I need. To be honest, man, I'm kind of like bored of talking about myself. So, is that cool? You guys got what you need? Yeah. Yeah. we got. be right, good.
0: behalf of the entire quarter cinema team thank you for this episode of the podcast if you found it fun at any point please leave a review it helps keeps the fridge full keeps the lights on it helps us out more than you know our next few episodes are going to be martin scorsese's close of the flower moon review on monday as well as our invincible season one review in preparation for season two i can't wait for that if you happen to want to stay up to date for anything quarter cinema follow us on our socials linked down below in the show notes until next time i'm your host logan and as always i'll see you in the movies